0: Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Hashem Hasabala coming with another episode of the Healthcare Musings podcast. Happy New Year. Very happy to have you with us. Um, Wanted to talk about a major change with respect to the rules uh, governing Medicare Advantage plans. Uh, For those who don't know, Medicare Advantage plans are private insurance plans that purport to provide everything that traditional Medicare uh, issued by the government can provide and more, Uh, and uh, it is purported that it's um, cheaper and better than uh, traditional Medicare. And for a long time, you know, as a physician advisor and an appeal letter writer, we've been, I've been battling um, Medicare Advantage plans with respect to their denials and the fact that they have different standards uh, compared to traditional Medicare. Traditional Medicare typically is more lenient with respect to inpatient stays uh, and what they approve. Uh, And so finally, um, in 2023, uh, around June of 2023, uh, CMS came out with a a new rule requiring Medicare Advantage plans to follow what's called the Two Midnight Rule, and then they go into effect uh, January 1st of this year. So this begs the question, what is the Two Midnight Rule? So in 2014, The Medicare inpatient prospective payment system uh, came out with a final rule, and they um, called it the two midnight rule. Under this rule, inpatient admissions, which are paid at a higher rate than outpatient or observation stays, um, inpatient admissions to the hospital for traditional Medicare beneficiaries um, that require more than a one-day stay – can be classified as inpatient Um, and so what what the rule is it says this if the treatment if the treating physician the attending physician uh, or the or or clinician uh, in this case uh, after looking at the patient and looking at their comorbid conditions and feeling that the condition with which they presented to the hospital poses them or places them rather at an increased risk for adverse outcome, and the clinician reasonably expects the patient to stay more than two midnights in the hospital, um, then that, and they will be receiving hospital level services such as IV antibiotics, IV fluids, uh, continuous infusion medications, then that stay is classified as an inpatient stay and the hospital will get higher reimbursement. A- and this has to be clearly documented in the record. Now, two midnights is different than two days. So, for example, a- and the clock starts ticking the moment the patient receives care. So, for example, a patient presents to the hospital emergency department and re- starts receiving care at 11 p.m. on today. You know, I'm recording this on January 9th. So they, they, they present to the hospital um, 11 p.m. January 8th, and they begin receiving care. They, the, the, the decision is made to admit the patient to the hospital. They have a urinary tract infection and they need IV antibiotics. They have already, so now they reach the floor 3, 3 a.m. January 9th. They've already crossed one midnight. The attending physician then sees the patient the following day, feels the patient is not safe for discharge, then continues IV antibiotics for another day. Now the patient stays in that hospital They cross the second midnight on January 9th into January 10th. That's, and then the next day they improve, they get transitioned to oral antibiotics and they discharge home. That is an inpatient stay as long, because one, they've stayed two midnights. And more importantly, it is so important that the attending physician documents in the record that the patient has such and such comorbid conditions. They are at increased risk for adverse outcome and I feel that the patient will likely need more than two midnights of medically necessary hospital level services. As long as you document that, then that stay will be, can be billed at the inpatient level of care by the hospital. Usually this was only for traditional Medicare patients. Medicare Advantage had their own rules used using different uh, criteria and you know, like Milliman Care Guidelines or Interqual, depending on the company now as of january 1st 2024 medicare advantage plans are bound to follow the two midnight rule this is great for beneficiaries and for hospitals right because it's as long as you document and that's the key caveat you have to document appropriately it is much easier to get an inpatient stay paid under the two midnight rule Um, but but the key is you have to document that appropriately you have to write in the note that i feel this patient is unsafe for treatment at a lower level of care that the patient has multiple comorbid conditions and this current condition whatever it is places the patient at high risk and increased risk for adverse outcome and i reasonably expect the patient to require more than two midnights of medically necessary hospital level services As long as you document that then it's pretty airtight case for the inpatient level of care now what if the patient stays less than two midnights right there are exceptions. So for example, if a patient gets intubated, that's inpatient even if it's two hours. If the patient has a rapid and unexpected recovery, they get better, they're hypotensive, you thought they were gonna need pressors. you give them fluids out of the antibiotics, they get better and they get discharged prior to the second midnight. As long as you document they had an, they, I reasonably expected the two midnight stay, but they had a, a, a an unexpected rapid recovery, then that can be covered under uh, the the two midnight rule. If they leave against medical advice, that is an, an exception to the two midnight rule. If they go into hospice the following day, that is an exception to the two midnight rule. But again, you have to document all of these in the in in the in the record. It cannot be assumed that you expected two midnights if you don't if you don't document it. And I think putting it in an order doesn't count. You have to put it in your record, in your note, in your history and physical that you reasonably expect this patient to require. More than two midnights of medically necessary hospital level services so it's so this is great news i'm, I'm i am do not expect that the insurance companies are just going to take this lying down i'm sure there's going to be a lot of de- denials issued and we just have to remind them that you are bound by federal law to follow the two midnight rule um and and hand in hand documentation your documentation as a clinician is super super important to put these necessary elements, to to say that I looked at this patient, I evaluated this patient. This patient is unsafe at the lower level of care, and I reasonably expect this patient to require more than two midnight's of medically necessary services. And if they don't get two midnight's, then you have to document why. If you don't, then you then you are liable to get a denial by the by the Medicare Advantage plan, and then that kicks in a whole costly process to try to recoup that. Uh, the revenue from that denial. So good news, but you got to understand what the two midnight rule is. And more importantly, you have to document, you have to document, you have to document. Thanks so much for your time and attention. Um, Until next time, this is Dr. Hesham Hasabala with the Healthcare Musings Podcast.